Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I haven't been on here in a while, as I literally say that every single week, um, but I haven't been on here in a while. Um, but today's episode, I put a poll on my Instagram story, as I usually do. Um, and today's episode, oh my god, today's episode is going to be on how to romanticise the fuck out of your life. And I don't even know whether you can swear. I hope you can because I just did, but I'm going to take that word out of the title just in case Spotify hates me. But I'm basically going to be going into tips and tricks of how I've done it, the benefits of it, and kind of the scary things that you need to do to romanticise your life, but also the beautiful things that you can do. So let's get into it. The whole concept of romanticising your life kind of came about to me September 2021 because I'd spent the whole summer being completely at war with myself because it was the first time since I'd been bad in my mental health that I was alone by myself. I had nothing to do, I had no responsibilities because I wasn't at school so I would ask to work like four to five days a week which I know isn't much but then it was like a, it was only meant to be like a weekend job whatever And I come back and I would literally sit in my room by myself for hours and hours and I'd stay up until like 7am or whatever like that, reading or reading more. But (laughs) I'm not even ashamed to say it because it was great. But I'd spent the whole summer at war with myself. So then it came to September, I was back at school, I had responsibilities again. And I had taken for granted that free time that I had. So with that spare time, I was like, okay, what can I do to kind of improve my mental health maybe or do whatever? And then I started finding coffee shops. I started reading. I spa- I started. I started sparring. Actually, I started boxing. No, I'm just kidding. I started writing things down in my journal and stuff like that. And I want to kind of talk through with you guys the importance of loving your own company, um, reading, writing, spending time alone um, is essentially the biggest, the key to romanticizing your life. I wanted to do this episode because I kind of, for the past few days, I got back off holiday and it was absolutely amazing to spend like 10 days completely without my, well, I was with my phone because I was posting photos on Instagram, that's a lie. But I was completely without my phone texting people, which was great because I learned to love my own company. And then I got back from holiday and I was like, okay, now I have absolutely nothing to do. I don't have any responsibilities. I don't have a routine, which I've been in a routine since I was what, like four going to school. So now I think it's a really strange time for people that are doing their GCSEs or their A-levels because me personally not having a routine, it's kind of been like scary to me because now I have nothing to do. I can easily just go to sleep at 4am, wake up at 1pm and stay in bed all day and do nothing and be lazy. And there's nothing wrong with that because sometimes... Sometimes you do need to have those days where you completely do nothing to kind of recover from whatever or with it, we, even without explanation because lazy days are just the best. But sometimes when you fall into the trap of because of you're not having a routine and you don't have anything to do, you can easily just be like, okay, I'm not going to do anything today. I'm going to completely stay in my room. Now that for me was something that I did before I started romanticizing my life. I was spending time alone in my room and my room is my safe space. I absolutely adore my room. It is literally my pride and joy. If you know from my Instagram, my movie wall, that is literally my child. But because I was spending so much time alone by myself in my room and I hadn't learned yet how to love my own company, I then started beating myself up because I would become 
lazy, but lazy in a sense where I lost love for watching films, which was my greatest love. Like I would be too lazy to put on a film and sit there and watch it. Like I'd watch five minutes and I'd just get bored or I'd buy like three books and I still haven't read them because I don't have the energy within myself to do it. And I kind of had to take a step back and I was like, your safe space is becoming a place of damage. You're damaging yourself in this place which you used to worship. So then I was like, okay, what can I do to fix this? Romanticize your life, which now we're going to get into it, darling. You already guessed what the first thing I'm going to say. Find yourself a good coffee shop. A cracking coffee shop will go a long way. Don't you worry. Even if it's a chain coffee shop, any bloody coffee shop, go around, go walking in your town or your village, where your city, wherever you live find a coffee shop if there's a lot of coffee shops which you're very lucky because there's only one oh no two in my town um but if there is quite a lot try around try for your favorite coffee but find a coffee shop where you can sit comfortably and just be in peace the one where I go to it's it's a coffee one it's it's chain coffee shop whatever but I love it because I can go in I can sit by myself in the corner and I can people watch I can either people watch or I can bring my book or I can bring my laptop or I can just bring my headphones and just listen to music. The thing about you, it's great finding a coffee shop, but as long as you personally feel safe in this space, not safe as in like safe from danger, which like, okay, that's a bonus, but safe within yourself. Like you can sit there and be like, okay, I completely love myself in this moment because I feel safe in myself. Finding a coffee shop is bloody amazing because when you're having a bad day, what can you do? Take a five, 10 minute, 15, half an hour walk to a coffee shop and sit and treat yourself to a latte or whatever drink you drink. Amazing. Go and sit, escape from your room that you may be damaging yourself in or escape from your house, escape from, I don't know, your job, whatever like that. Go and sit at a coffee shop and relax. Don't do anything for even if it's just half an hour a day, like two days a week, one day a week. I once went seven days a week, which is great. It cost me a lot of money. But going and sitting in a coffee shop and just being by yourself really helps because before I did that, before I started sitting in a coffee shop, I literally could not think of anything worse. I thought it was so embarrassing to sit at the coffee shop by myself. I remember the first time I went, I ensured that I went like really early in the morning so nobody would see me. And when I went the second time and it was busier, I was like, oh, this is quite, what if people are looking at me? Like, what if people are judging me? Like, who cares? Who cares if there is one person you're never, ever going to see again in your whole entire life that's looking at you and wondering why are you there? And nine times out of 10, they are not even thinking that. They might even be looking at you and being like, wow, that's cool. Because it, it's so cool and so super swag to be able to love your own company. To be able to sit there and be like, you know what? I love myself and I'm going to treat myself in a way that I would treat somebody else that I love. Imagine you've fallen in love with someone and you want to give them the whole world. You need to give that to yourself before you do that to anybody else because trust me you need to be able to love yourself before you love anyone else and that starts with a coffee shop it starts with spending so much money ridiculous amount of money on an overpriced coffee even if it's awful you're gonna spend that much money I'm not gonna lie to you but go out take a walk take a hot girl walk which I personally haven't been on because I 
get scared when I'm by myself, which that's an issue of myself. But go on a walk, even ask your parents to drop you or ride your bike or get the bus or whatever like that, whatever you want to do. Scoot down on a scooter. Do people still have scooters? That sounds kind of fun. I kind of want one. Anyway, take your scooter and go down to that coffee shop right, not right now because it's literally quarter past eight. Tomorrow, tomorrow, go to a coffee shop tomorrow. And if you do, text me, tell me how you get on. If you don't like it, it's not for you. Maybe, maybe sitting in the park is for you. Maybe sitting in a bench is for you. But being able to keep up that repetition of going and sitting by yourself, regardless of whether it's at a coffee shop, you then start to learn these aspects of yourself that you start to love. It could be that you're so proud of yourself for sitting by yourself. You've actually learned that you'd like this type of artwork that you were looking at Pinterest or you like a new hairstyle that you saw on somebody passing by in the coffee shop or you know you met a new friend you spoke to an older person which I love doing you get to learn so many things about yourself while you're not altering yourself to fit other people's personalities because when you're in a big group of people you're not truly yourself but when you're by yourself you're stripped of everything every artifice that could be about yourself you're completely alone with your individualism. That's not a word, is it? But you could meet people. You could find a new book. You could find a new artwork. You could test out what your favourite coffee is, your favourite coffee spots. It's truly and honestly incredible. However, just a bit expensive. So I wouldn't recommend doing it seven days a week. As I said at the beginning, me personally, since finishing A-levels, I've, I struggled quite a bit with a routine because of course I've been going to obviously I went to nursery I can't remember how it was did we go to nursery like three or four I don't know but obviously I've had a routine since I was a toddler like a a child and now I'm 17 nearly 18 I all of a sudden I'm stripped of everything that I've ever known for 12 13 years and it, it scared me it scared me so much because I woke up one day and I was like I have nothing to do I have no responsibilities, I have no work to be due in, I have nothing to, you know, read or hand in or whatever like that, so what am I going to do? And as I said, I fell into the trap of going to bed at 6am and waking up at 1pm and then staying in bed all day, but as much as that can be good sometimes, sometimes you need to do that, but that's when I started to be like, oh, you're so lazy, oh, you don't even achieve anything, you're never going to achieve anything if you carry on like this. I started going into a little hole of like self-pity and self-damage and I immediately had to pull myself out because I spoke to my dad who's very wise and he was like you've been in a I didn't even look at it this way he was like you've been in a routine for 13 years and now you have to fend for yourself and find your own routine so go on my advice is go on Pinterest there's so many like routines and stuff like that Some of them are a bit extreme, I can admit. Sometimes ones where they're like, wake up at 5am and drink a green juice or an apple cider vinegar, which is disgusting. Don't drink that. It tastes like piss. Sorry. (laughs) But you need to make a routine for yourself because I did try a few and some of them were good. But learn to love your morning. I used to never be a morning person, but now I wake up. And what I do, I wake up, I drink 500 mils of water, I'll make my bed, I'll put all my teddies on my bed because that's what I love about my morning is like making them sit all together as if they're friends. I'm literally 18 next month and I don't care. And I do go and do my skincare routine and brush my teeth, come back and I'll do 
five minutes of stretching. There's a five minute YouTube video of stretching, five minute meditation, um, whatever like that, five minute manifestation. And I'll go downstairs, make like a hot drink and I'll sit outside. If it's sunny, sit outside, write in your, write in your journal. If you don't already have a journal, girl, get yourself a journal right now, please. Go outside and journal and come back in and have some breakfast. And if you want to, you can add in like a little workout or whatever like that. But workouts aren't necessary. They're not an impediment in your morning. And that's the routine that works for me. Because I've tried and tested things and I found what works for me. I found that I'm absolutely a horrible person when I wake up at 5am in the morning to go on a run. Because I don't achieve going on a run and then it makes me feel like rubbish. Because I've just slept for two hours fretting to wake up at five to go on a run to try a routine that works for someone else but it doesn't work for me and that's fine I've tried it but honestly go on to download Canva this is not sponsored but I love that app download download like an app or even on your notes app or even you could write it down and stick it on your wall and honestly try a morning routine they're great as much as sometimes I used to It used to seem like a burden when I did it at first because I was like, you have to wake up at this time. Don't put times to it. That's where I went wrong. Don't be like, okay, I have to wake up at 7.15. I have to brush my teeth by 7.18. I have to then do my yoga by, you know, let yourself be free. One of the big things I realised when I started romanticising my life was that you are not constricted by time. And I mean that. I honestly mean that. And I want to put something else into this episode about that too. Something else I love doing is getting up, getting ready. And that doesn't even, getting ready doesn't mean that you have to put lots of makeup on or no makeup on or you don't even have to do your hair. Get ready and do however you want to look. You know, you do your hair the way you want to do your hair. You can try new makeup, try a new outfit, whatever. And go on a walk to somewhere you might like. You could even, I usually do, go and pick up a coffee. I'll go and get a coffee And I'll just walk around aimlessly. I'll take a book. I'll take my phone. I'll take my headphones and a bit of spare change. I'll get myself a coffee and I'll just kind of, I'll walk around. Or the other day, I actually went and treated myself to some flowers. And I also bought like an apple from this fruit shop. It was, it was horrible, but it was great. I felt really, really main character. And that sounds cringe, but I went and sat on a bench in the middle of the square of like my little town, like the shops bit. And as much as the main character thing, some people might think it's cringe, I honestly felt like I was in a, in a movie. I felt like I was the main character in a movie. And I don't care if your toes are curling right now because you're like, oh, that's so cringe. Because I thought it was cringe too. But I was sat there and I was so content because I didn't care. I really honestly did not care if somebody else was walking past me and they thought she looks weird like she's just sat on the bench reading by herself like that's kind of strange because no one thinks that even if they do who cares as I said you're never going to see that person ever again in your whole life probably they shouldn't be able to impact the the what's it called the happiness of your day I was literally sat there and I was like wow I'm really I'm really thriving I'm really really slaying really sliving as Paris would say but go and find like a little, a little bench, a little bench somewhere. It could be like by the river or you could go on a walk like to the field or whatever. There could be, even if you just sit on the ground in a field or something like that and read your book or listen to music and just live life. And when I mean like live life, 
that sounds cringe. But I mean, as in like be in the moment and recognize the fact that you're like, you're a human being. Like you're literally living right now. You're breathing air, you're breathing. Do we breathe oxygen? I don't know what we breathe. But just acknowledge the fact that you're such an incredible person and you're so beautiful and you're sat there and you should recognize that you're even more beautiful somehow, somehow, because you're sat there and you don't care what anybody thinks. You're living your own authentic life rather than going by what TikTok or Instagram tells you to by feeling embarrassed by being by yourself or feeling embarrassed by being the main character or feeling like you're in a movie because it's great it's honestly great another main way that I've romanticized my life is decorating myself with my my individuality and what I mean by that is dressing myself the way that I want to dress it's camp it's very colorful it's very beautiful it's very me and that makes my soul happy that's how I romanticise my whole life because I wake up and I think I'm going to wear something weird because that's me. And that's me being like, oh, that's great. If you want to wake up and be like, you know what? I'm going to try out a Matilda Jerf style today. I'm going to try out a Rockstars GF style today. You do that. That's you romanticising your life because you're experimenting. You're finding out who you are, which is so beautiful. And decorate your room a little bit. Even even by my poster wall just waking up and seeing it thinks oh god you're actually rather cool I see my Beatles poster and I think oh girl you are slaying you're slaying get posters get frames and draw your own pictures which is what I did and it saved a lot of money get I don't know plants plants are great get book get your books and put them on your shelf do whatever you want to do to decorate your room and just change things up I found that you know, altering things in my room or changing my style or finding my own hairstyle or makeup routine has been great because then I'm kind of like, okay, I'm like a little character. I'm like a Sims character or a movie character where they're just experimenting with whatever they want to experiment, which is great because you're like an ever-evolving being and you want to be able to express yourself and present yourself to the world with no care and be, be yourself because that is romanticizing life. I love um, watching films, obviously, but what I also love is being an absolute child and making like a den to watch my films. I've got this white netting. This is really sad. This Okay, it's not sad. I don't care. And like I put it up on my curtain vines. Curtain vines? Curtains on my curtains. And I hang it down and I'll watch a film like on my laptop in my room, like underneath these curtains, and go and get like a snack from downstairs. Go and get yourself like a little cake or get yourself popcorn or a nice hot drink or hot chocolate or whatever like that. And I'll just sit and watch a film. And you know, you can watch a funny film or a romantic film or an an educational film, a thriller film whatever you want to watch and just sit and get your popcorn, get your drink, pretend you're at the cinema, pretend you're watching your own movie, pretend you're in that movie and you're, you're watching it afterwards and you're like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. If your dream is to be an artist, go and paint, go and paint and pretend that this is like the most successful work that you've ever done. If you want to be a writer, write that book, write that poem, write whatever the hell you want to write and just believe in yourself that this is your most successful works right in front of you if you want to be a film director pretend that you're in a vogue video where it's like every single day I wake up every day I wake up sorry 
every day I why is that so serious every day I wake up and I talk to myself like I that is I'm sorry I talk to myself every single day when there's nobody home I pretend that I'm in a Vogue interview will this get me in a mental no it won't I pretend that I'm in a Vogue interview I pretend that I'm on a panel having a comedy thing with Jimmy Fallon whatever because it makes me believe that I am going to be a successful actor you have to truly just pretend and you know go about your life as if no one is watching because no one is watching hopefully when I'm pretending to be in my Vogue interviews but live your life as if you've already achieved that and you're already going to get that because then that's you romanticizing your life as I've said 10 million times but you just not caring and you being like okay I'm going to achieve this I'm going to live this now you know you could do whatever you want watch that movie get your popcorn pretend you're in the movie read that book and pretend that you're the author of that book or you're a critic of that book or whatever you want to be able to imagine your dream life and pretend that you're living it a major factor of course as I've said is learning to love your own company but also along with that comes with boundaries and cutting people off learning that there are going to be a lot of hidden toxic people in your life there are a lot and they're in disguise right now and you'll find out sooner or later but I certainly did I certainly learned who you know the negative people were in my life the people that I don't really want to be friends with anymore and I recognized that after quite a while of knowing them and not as if I necessarily cut them off but I definitely you know, reduced the amount that I spoke to them in comparison to how much I used to. And it made me feel so much better because, you know, like I would go into a room or you could go into even a group chat and you can feel your energy being sucked away from you. And I don't mean physical energy as in like tired, but I mean as in your aura, because you have this beautiful aura around you, you know, it could be any color, yours could be pink or yellow or whatever. But when you're friends with certain people, you leave that that relation, that, that conversation, not even conversation, but like that converse, I can't think of the word, but you leave that and you feel as if your aura has been sucked away. People can use you for your energy because my dad, he always says that I, I immediately, I'm a natural magnet to people to, that want to be part of, I don't know, my energy and stuff like that. And he said that I have to be very careful because... He's noticed that when I spend time with certain people, I'll come back and I'll be like, he'll be like, oh, how was it? I'll be like, yeah, it was okay. I just don't know. You have to be really careful because you have to protect your energy. If somebody is being negative, if somebody is draining you, if somebody is, I don't know, making you feel bad for something that you've done or you've told them an achievement. Oh my gosh, if you've told them an achievement or you've told them something good and they react as if to dim it down, cut them off never speak to that person ever again and it's hard it's hard because when you're friends with someone for I don't know months or years or even if you're best friends with that person at that time you could think oh my god I can never see myself without being best friends with them and I used to think that too towards relationships however now I'm so much of a happier person by myself without having to drain my energy to be friends with someone you know, I'm very, very grateful. You can be very grateful for a relationship. However, you sometimes need to back away. And if they are a true friend to you, they'll understand your boundaries and understand that you want to take time off. Even without knowing, you don't even have to say something sometimes and they'll know. And that's great. 
But if they don't respect your boundaries and they become defensive or they become even worse, then they're not really your friend and you can't romanticise your life if you're stuck with people that are still trying to drag you back. You honestly have to be able to learn to love spending time with yourself in a safe space because as much as you might think that you love spending time in your room, you have to look and check, are you being mean to yourself? Are you comparing yourself to other women or other boys or other men or other people, whatever? You need to learn to be able to take yourself out on a date, go for dinner by yourself, go and get that haircut, go and try that new makeup routine, dye your bloody hair, because I've done it many a times and I've realised I do not suit brunette hair, but now I know. Go and paint, go and read in the sun, go and write in the sun, go and sit on that bench and pretend that you're in a movie directed by Greta Gerwig or whatever directors that aren't as problematic as Quentin Tarantino, I don't know. But learn to love your life because you only live once and you're not constricted by time. Please just learn to love yourself and love the fact that you're living and that you can go out, read a book, get a coffee, spend time in your beautiful room, decorate your room, do whatever the hell you want with your life and just make it as beautiful and colourful and camp as possible, just as I've done. I love you so much. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm so incredibly grateful for all your lovely messages that you guys have been sending me. The amount of times that I have cried when I've received those messages, as soon as I get them, I run to my mum and dad and I'm like, guys, listen to this message, it's so cute. But thank you so much for your support. I love you so, so much. And I hope that you absolutely romanticise the hell out of your life and see how beautiful it bloody is. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Mwah.